Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Hey. That's it, dude. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Isn't this podcast over? Aren't these guys Ooh. never going to make another episode? We're dead. The answer may surprise you because right. the podcast is <laughs> over. And we're never going to make another episode. Never now, again. We're only going to do hour and a half long uh, songs. Yes. And, and, and Chris Cronk, you start yours off because we agreed that you started off. So, what song are you choosing today? Uh, I'm going to play. Um, fuck, I was unprepared for you to ask me a question. Uh, Come on, dude. If I go to my recently played list on Spotify, the last thing I listened to was the Neverending Story theme song. So, dude, what a banger movie! <laughs> yeah, what dude. What a banger! Movie. I always just want that big ass dog to walk. That's all I ever wanted. Are you talking about Falcor? <laughs> Whatever the fuck is it? Not a dog. It looks like a big ass dog. Let's just throw it out. It's like a big ass like a brand new like dollar store mop. Like the the end of it, the big ass white furry part just looks like him in like a miniature version. But that's what I want. I want one of those. I'm so happy Same. you didn't know the name of it and that you just call it Big Ass Dog. Dude, it's been since like 2006 since I've seen the movie. But the movie's banger. I do remember but, that as a kid. So like now I'm picturing that as a kid you watch Clifford instead. <laughs> but you were convinced that you were watching the never ending story. <laughs> Dude, first off, hey, shout out my boy Clifford. Clifford was that big red dog could take it off. Yeah, that dude's a legend. Clifford is cool. PBS, PBS Kids is where it was at as a kid. Did you? So okay, well we gotta do an intro. I'm so stupid. Hello, and welcome yep. to uh, Lost in the Sauce with me. My name is Chris Crunk. Brain dead. Kevin Ryan here. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say brain dead and leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm Sean Christopher. <laughs> and I'm here too. We're all kind of here. I haven't talked yeah. to Sean Christopher in like a week. And then I, I talked to talk Kevin Ron every day. No, we did we talk yesterday? Yeah, dude, because we tried to record this podcast, but I, I was ended up not available because I'm dumb. That's true. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't count. I don't count texting as talking. Oh, okay. Well, that's. <laughs> wait, wait. I have a, wait. Why though? What's like your reasoning for not counting texting as talking? Because I feel like a lot of people say that, but they never give a reason. Like, it's, it's still super, talking. It's super impersonal, and I don't like it. So I don't register it you as don't. an actual conversation. That's fair. So you fair don't point. like texting. You enjoy the calling guy. Yeah, like, if you're going to talk to me and you want me to actually pay attention, you got to call me for sure. That's a good one. I, I feel that like emotions. Like, I like to hear people's voices, see how they really like. Now, on the other hand, like, on the other end of the spectrum, if I don't know you, do not call me. I will get very angry. <laughs> Kevin Ryan has turned into a calling person too recently. Like, like Kevin Good. used to only text me exclusively, but now he calls me every time he has anything, and yes. I enjoy that actually. I'd like to hear my voices, you know. Good I appreciate it. Like 
because usually you'll text me, I'll reply to Kevin, and then 12 hours later, he'll reply back with, yo. I'll be like, damn, okay. I even, like, face call everybody I just, now. I, I just said I'd be right back. Let me throw that out there. <laughs> I'm going outside now because, uh, you know, my mother, unfortunately, has the most devastating news of having COVID-19. I'm trying to stay away from her as much as possible. That does suck. Being in quarantine. She's not letting it happen, dude. So, no, dude. She's all about, like, last night, dude, she did the big uh, – so I stay in my room all day because she's obviously, like, got COVID-19. And I'll just be staying in there. And, like, 11 p.m. last night, I get a knock on the door. And my mom opens it. She's like, you ain't going to give me a hug before I go to bed? I was like, fuck no, mom. First off, I'm not <laughs> sick. You're sick as fuck, mom. Get away from me. Shout out to my mom, though. Love my mom. Damn, you turned down your mom. She just wants to do it. She's just trying to take you out with her. That's what she's trying to do. Yeah. She's trying to take out the whole family, dude. Dude, I know one by one we all fall. Trust me. I know. (laughs) Shout out McDonald's real quick. Can I shout out McDonald's? Because yeah. no. I had like the most banging caramel frappe earlier, and it was from McDonald's. God damn, that thing was smacking. Let me throw that. Let me throw that out there right now. But continue. What are we? Ta- what are we going to talk about? That's like I have to call out McDonald's. They don't have the Travis Scott meal here no more, and I'm so disappointed about it. I still haven't had the Travis Scott meal, to be honest. Well, I think that either they got rid of it at small towns or they got rid of it, like, period. Because they told me they don't have it anymore. But that could obviously just be the restaurant. In the could yeah. be. <laughs> All right. We need to – we got to recap what we did. Because we didn't wrestle this weekend because both of you guys are dying. I'm dead. Fair. Brain dead. Brain dead. And, but, but we did wrestle last weekend. Uh me and Kevin had two shows. Sean had three. Hey. Hey, dude. Super cool. Sean, fucking Christopher. It hurts, dude. I want to be honest. <laughs> I haven't slept all week. Just because of that. Yeah, it's kept me up. Sometimes I think about. What is that noise? Why are you guys doing this? Kevin Ryan's driving around. Yeah, a big ass truck to just point out of my damn driveway, making as much noise as possible for no yeah. fucking reason. Well, I appreciate you putting it on the podcast. Here we go. <laughs> we did uh, a show called Valley Vibes, which was like a really big deal for like the North Georgia, South Tennessee area for sure, like Chattanooga ish. Valley, whatever I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I've worked like 85 hours this week. Uh, so this is like a big deal. It's like a huge music fest. Like if you if you were there, you get it. But if you're not there, I'll try to describe it to you. Imagine 85 tents surrounded by like four stages, surrounded by freezing cold weather, surrounded by 900 hippies, surrounded by us. It's just like a, it's like a smaller Coachella. It's the best way to put it. I like how we're the ones surrounding everyone. <laughs> we're the last ones. <laughs> just me, you, and Grugger. Me, Kevin, and Grugger just all surrounding all these people. Well, we we came up on them like the shield, you know, yeah. like 
one from each one from each direction. We slowly got up on the apron. Uh, it was cool. I'm not gonna lie. I usually don't like stuff like this, but this was actually pretty cool, and it felt like a big deal, which was kind of cool. Now I will uh, say a few things. One, it was cold yeah, as fuck. True. Two. Um, they didn't really have like a locker room situation of any sort, so it was kind of like prison rules on that, uh, where you just kind of get dressed wherever and come out from wherever. Like everybody came out like the Sandman, which was kind of cool. Yes. Uh, Me and Sean got on top of RVs for our entrance. We climbed on top of them and started walking out. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of the card itself. Um, but it was still fun. Uh, but there's like a few things to note here. One, uh, how do you guys feel about your match? I thought it was a, I thought it was a solid endeavor. Thought it was, we, had to, we wrestled in fucking, we both wrestled in sweatshirts. It was <laughs> so cold. It was so cool. I wrestled in my Undertaker sweatshirt that Chris Rock thought was a Wakanda sweatshirt. I kept quoting <laughs> Black Panther quotes to him, and he would just do it back. He would just say it back the whole time, and I thought we were on the same page. I was. I was like, okay, yeah, dude, he likes Black Panther. I like Black <laughs> Panther. We'll just say it back to each other. <laughs> and then it wasn't until the next day that I had to tell you, no, that was an Undertaker. <laughs> sweater the entire time that's so funny dude i legit thought it was just like a black panther sweater and i was like i even thought to myself i was like that's kind of weird that he's just wearing this black panther sweater to wrestle in but whatever i like black panther he likes black panther we should talk about it exactly whatever though uh so you guys wrestled beauty and the beast the match was i mean it was easy it was like a typical i'm doing a tag match at a um festival thing my boy sean christopher hit the best gamanguri in a corner i've ever seen in my life i hate you (laughs) (laughs) bought me for days dude also accidentally super kicked Ethan cage really hard in the top of the head so i apologize for that well he, he had it coming he wasn't there where he's supposed to be uh also kent havoc just released a new shirt and it looks baller i'm so Oh, Dude, it is. is Wait, did he? Is it the uh, My Hero Academia one? Yeah, dude, I'm buying oh, this thing right what? now. Wait till I figure out how to buy this thing. Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one thing that I have to like talk about because I did do something I shouldn't do on this show. Yes. Right? <laughs> on this. Yes, you did. Do I tell the story or do you guys tell the story? What's oh, better? Because it was first person point of view from you. So what is your deal? All right. So one, I'm going to tell the story exactly how it happened. So that way uh, the people listening to it <laughs> will know word for word what happened. Because you know me, I don't leave any detail out. And sometimes I should. But so it's <laughs> second match. It's my boy Cody Steele wrestling the B, the worker B. That's right. Like a guy in a bumblebee costume. Picture that in your head. Because <laughs> it's a real thing that happened. Two. Yes. Uh, it's like, I don't know. I'm trying to watch the matches and pay attention. 
And so I'm sitting at ringside. I also have to like do a run in at the end of this match and cut a mic spill uh, to set up the main event. I know that. So I'm just trying to like pay attention and like randomly in this match, this guy grabs a steel folding chair and hurls it into the ring at like such a weird time. And I don't know everybody on this show or everybody that's working on it. So I didn't really think anything of it. I even thought to myself, I was like, man, that's a really weird time to put the chair in the ring. That doesn't really make any sense. And I look over at Joey, who is managing Cody Steele at the time, and he just makes the angriest face. And he goes, what the fuck? Like, real loud like that. And I was like, oh, no. So it triggered in my head what what has happened. A drunk hippie has thrown a chair into the ring. And if there's anything that I don't like, it's drunk people. It's hippies. (laughs) And people that are probably under the influence of some kind of other drug. And now... He's he's threatened my childhood best friend, Cody Steele, with a steel chair by hurling it at him while he's trying to perform on this show. And so I look right at Joey and I say out loud, I say, was that supposed to happen? And he says, no. And I said, gotcha. So then I turned straight to where (laughs) this like right where this like uh, hippie kid had walked off to. And it turns on. And I have like the angriest, scariest voice of all time when I'm mad for real. So I hit him with a big, hey, you dumb motherfucker. And I just start walking <laughs> towards him, right? And he, he like turns around. He's with like his 10 homies, like all in a circle. Because there's like a huge crowd of people around this wrestling ring. And like he's with all of his friends. And I just walk right through all of them. And I lay this dude out. One big right hand. Like I'm Roman Reigns throwing a comeback. You know what I mean? Like oh. he goes down like a sack of potatoes. And he throws his hands up. Hey. Like shaking them like a scared puppy. And I just get like right over the top of him. I'm like pointing down at him. I'm like, don't you ever fucking get in the fucking ring again, you dumb mother. Like just the worst stuff I could ever yell at somebody ever. And Joey like it was a little time. Joey calms me down, and I walk away, and I'm like, man, I just fucking killed that guy, for real. And somehow we didn't get in trouble. That's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully. Damn, dude, what a they, crazy they were time. To, they were trying to defend it. Like, yeah. I know there was like four of their homeboys come up to Joey after, and they were like, mm-hmm. that's unacceptable. That's bullshit. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. And I was thinking, like, how can you say that? You're, this fucking drunk-ass idiot just threw a whole fucking chair. At the homies. Like, why the fuck? If anybody did that in real life, imagine you just sitting in, like, a bar. And somebody throws a goddamn chair at you. What are you going to do? You're going to knock them the fuck out. Like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Plus, I got to say that had Chris Crunk not knocked this dude the fuck out, who's to say what he would have done next? Would he have tried to get in the ring and fought somebody? Would he have thrown something? I don't know. Sharpest fuck in there or something. Who knows with this guy? He seems like a loose (laughs) cannon. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I try really hard to not be a bad person and not beat people up. But then oh, they make me mad. And then I beat them up. So then I cut like the most shoot mic spill I've ever cut in my life where I just use the F word a million times. And then I wrestle in the main events against Cody Steele. We do like 25 minutes of the st- funniest stuff that's ever happened because he actually like knocked himself out within like the first two minutes of the match on a chair. Uh, Cause it's a, it's a Valley vibe street fight. 
and I gave him a drop told onto a chair and he actually KO'd himself. And so we had to do the rest of the match, like me just walking him through it and telling him what to do while he like pukes every five seconds. It was quite the night. But all in all, super fun. Definitely want to do that again. And Valley Bob's is cool. And I'm sad that we didn't get to go back for the second day to actually like see everything. Yeah, I was a I was would have definitely liked to experience it a little more than I was able to. But also you gotta tell people about the Mikesville post show. What is Chris here i am playing babyface on this festival where i just ko'd a hippie so i know i really need to <laughs> turn, turn this around you know like i really need to, to win these people back over so i have this match with cody it's pretty it's all right like it's a fun match it's typical like main event style bs like where we just try to do a bunch of yada yada and we get like the festival guys involved and they do like a stone cold stunner on joey and stuff and so the match is done i've won the belt of whatever we made up for that show i'm holding the belt i do the old give me the microphone brother sign you know the bring that over here i gotta cut one of my famous after show chris crunk mike spills and so it's a festival people are trying to have fun you know like i don't know what to say so I plug Valley Bob's, how cool it is, how bad I want this to happen every year. And I say some things, and that's it. That's what happens. All right. Well, <laughs> Sean, a lot detector test you have determined to, that was a lie. Uh, Sean, you have to tell the story about 10 tabs down, about my homie. Oh, I will. But first, I'm going to say that Chris Brown gets on the mic, and he says, <laughs> We're all here to here get is. fucked up tonight. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Chris Crunk went out there and he he put a stamp of approval on all these people getting fucked up. Said that he was going to join these people in their <laughs> fucked up in, endeavors. Right there on that microphone. And then 30 seconds later drove us home to Kevin Ryan's house sober as a fucking, I don't know, sober thing. <laughs> Were you guys so there when the guy like? People. Were you guys there when the guy bought me a beer and handed it to me? No. <laughs> this guy was what? like, "I got you a beer," and I was like, "Sweet dude, I just handed it straight to Cody." <laughs> <laughs> it was like, thanks, man. See, I would have expected Chris uh, Crunk. See, if this was Chris Crunk who wasn't lit and at a festival and someone bought you a beer, I would assume you would just pour it out right in front of their face and be really her, So I'm glad just, you were nice to him. I, I wish I'd have been the bad guy. I would have had so much fun there. Oh, and then 10 tabs down. Okay, go ahead. There's fucking Plaid Guy, as I'm calling him. He's That's his official name. And he fucking hits during the Chris Crunk match, and he comes over to me and Kevin Ryan, and he's got – he's double-fisting bottles of wine. He is – he's got one maraca that he <laughs> shakes up at the <laughs> ring every, uh, you know, 25 to 30 seconds. And then he tells me and Kevin Ryan, man, he goes – Imagine you come to a fucking festival and there's just a fucking wrestling ring out here, dude. And we're like, hell yeah, man, dude. We love wrestling, too. We do it sometimes. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, you know. And then he's like, set when Sting turned to the fucking crow. He goes, that fucked it up. That fucking killed WCW. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. He's not wrong. It'll get you every time. And then 
Kevin Ryan's like doing what Kevin Ryan always does, and he's just like messing with this dude. And I don't know, you say something about like, yeah, dude, fuck getting fucked up like Chris Crunk does at the end of the show, and he's like, oh, motherfucker, I'm ten trips deep right now in this motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, dude, all right, that's a lot of trips to be taken in one day. And it that's was pretty much it, the dude. And he oh, just damn, he was so lit. He was like. So messed up, but he was so lit because he had two bottles of wine and both of them were very close to being empty. And I don't know how he did that, but hey, dude, respect to Plaid Guy. Dude. Respect to my boy Plaid Guy. I had a wild night, dude. I I I showed up to a show with an old ex girlfriend that I like that I had been like talking to. And I ran into an older ex-girlfriend. And then it turns out also at that show was an older ex-girlfriend <laughs> who like was apparently in the crowd and saw it was me and then left immediately. Damn. And I was like, dude, I had no idea. I found that out today when I called Joey. Damn. All right. They're apparently really? doing some kind of uh, a Valley Vibes follow-up meeting today at 5 p.m. But I'm supposed to. Yeah, dude, I'll see you guys there. Uh, And so I'll let you know how that goes. But three queens on casino night for Chris Cronk. (laughs) What a quote. No, no. That's it. Uh, That's 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 Valley Vibes. Then the next day we have New South, and I come and pick up. Sean and Kevin, we drive to New South on what felt like the longest drive we've probably ever done. Yeah, just because there was not a single sign of civilization until it like was 20 wild. minutes away. We stopped at an Arby's when we finally found it and ate. Kevin Ryan watched Travis Scott interviews while we yeah. ate. <laughs> he I was... tried to get the lady to announce me as Hogan, but she she like spelled it like Hongan Hong, or something like Hongan. that. Hongan. Yeah, it was Hongan. <laughs> so Hulk the lady Hongan. gets up there and she goes, she looks at her and she goes, what the fuck is his name? And I was <laughs> like, that's me. Dude, it's Hulk Hongan, dude. <laughs> Hulk Hongan. I, I was the Undertaker. Uh, I don't remember what Kevin Ron was. He was me. He was Stucky, S-T-U-C-K-Y. Stucky. So we pull up. At the show, we're an hour late. I feel bad about it, but we were running behind. Uh, we get dressed super fast to figure out what we're going to do. Um, everything's kind of changed because of sweet COVID-19 has kicked this show's pants. Uh, but I actually think that made it uh, cool and uh, probably more fun for the people that were there because we all got to do a lot more than we normally do. Uh, yeah. And... I don't know. We all three have a singles match. That's kind of a cool change of pace. Uh, we all three uh, get to work with somebody that we like, uh, which is a cool change of pace. Uh, because, like, we go to these shows all the time, like, random shows where, like, we're wrestling people we don't even know, much less, like, have, like, some kind of, like, actual connection with us. So that's kind of cool. Um, I have to wrestle as uh, someone else. And then we have a battle royal. And it was, like, probably one of the smoothest little battle royals I've ever done. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it, was, it was ten men. 
I was very angry at first because I thought it was going to be terrible because nobody seemed to be on the right page. But it all flowed together so well. And the story of the Battle Royal, I think, flowed together really well, too. It's probably one of the best, like, Battle Royals with an actual, like, story I've done uh, because we came out and I'm pretty sure everybody in there was like, oh, this is, like, something where Chris Crunk's winning to wrestle Donnie for the belt so that way they can just make a quick main event. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. main event got canceled. You need to make one real fast. What's easier than going back to the Chris Crunk Donnie storyline that like was like a big deal for a while. So like, it'll just be like a quick, easy main event. So when I came out, I have Sean and Kevin with me. Everybody's like, Oh shit. We all know Chris Crunk's winning this, but that was yeah. Chris Crunk's even telling me and Kevin the whole time. He's like, Hey, at the end of this, <laughs> it's me and you, Sean. I'm winning. And I was like, all right, sounds like a good idea. I did say that verbatim. I said, look, here's the deal. Kevin will probably be the first one eliminated. But when it gets down to me and you, Sean, I'm winning for sure. And he would just say, all right. It gets down to me, Sean, and the hot tamale Daniel Perez. That son of a bitch pulls a real fast one on me. I never saw it coming. He hurls me (laughs) over the top rope like it's the Royal Rumble himself. I hit the floor. The crowd makes a very good sound for this. I was very pleased with it. Then you do this cool in-spot stuff with you, and you win, and we get, like, a good shock reaction, too, of, like, oh, shit, Sean Christopher's actually going to have to wrestle? This never happens. What's happening? (laughs) I haven't seen Sean Christopher wrestle in 10 years. You know what I mean? (laughs) That was cool. And they were, like, real excited about it. That got me pumped. And, like, what's another fun fact? Well, I'll get to that later when we actually get to the match. Uh, so, Kevin Ryan wrestles uh, Dylon, Bully, one-on-one. Talk about that. Dude, he was, like, super excited. Like, that's one thing I was, like, excited about. Because I don't normally – like, I love wrestling. I always will. But I also don't really get excited for, like, matches as much as I used to. So, like, wrestling Dylon, or I call him Dooley, so I'm going to call him Dooley the rest of this, was, like, really cool because he come into it, and he's just, like, he's like, man, I can't wait for this. Like, this is, like, I haven't had a match one-on-one in so long, and I want to prove myself and stuff like that. So, I wanted to make him look like a million dollars. So, uh, we jump into it, and everything's, like, real easy. We do, like, a big hot shine to make him look really good, uh, easy cutoff, and we start going. And I did this spot uh, where he's, like, fighting back. And he's wearing the goggles or whatever, and I thought it'd be real dickish to pull the goggle like goggles away from his face and like slap him back in the face with it. So that was like real easy money. Uh, then at the end, uh, we did this thing where it's like uh, I shadow him or he shadows me, and I hit him with like a direct Spanish fly, pick him right up, hit the ropes, call ball game. He hits me with the lariat, and the people like lose it. The people are going crazy at this point, which is dope. He uh, got exactly what I wanted. And then after that. Uh, Dylon runs a sweet comeback uh, to once again try to make him look really good. I wanted to give him more than he usually does because I I don't think he uh, I don't think a lot of people give him enough credit or like at least try to give him more stuff. So I like gave him the sweet ass comeback. He hit it um, one two kick literally last minute. Dump Sanders. Uh, I love you, Dump Sanders. But Dump Sanders messed up the commentary right after he like finished it with a move. I'm not gonna say. Uh, but it was like one, two kick, but dump Sanders after the first count says one, two, uh, even though it was like the first count there was. So he technically counted me out on the commentary. He technically said, I got three counted on the commentary, but I didn't. 
So uh, I do this thing where I jump over him and he hits me with this sweet super kick spine buster combo. Uh, foot on the ropes, easy money, super dickish. Uh, then uh, he's like calling. He's calling for the big finish, you know, last second. Like he already hit all his uh, all his tunes, so he's got to open the bag and see what else he can do. So he's calling for something. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I'm selling up in the corner. And he comes and gets me. And the first thing I think about is Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, uh, back in like 2009 for like IC title shit. And Jericho always did the sweet spot to where he would. Yeah, well, not pull the mask off, unfortunately, because dude, big ass head probably can't fit the mask. But uh, he wears this do rag, and I just pull that so much right in front of his eyes. Good old three count, one, two, three. Kevin Ryan up. Uh, but I think I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish in it by making Dooley look really good. Like, I, I wanted the people to believe that Dooley had my ass. And I think we paid off. I think it went well. Really excited for it. I want to speak on the dump Sanders, thinking that you, like, uh, he counted you out when you took the pin or whatever. Uh, yep. Because in the fucking, in the battle royal that I won, I do the spot where I go to tackle James Johnson. And he passes me, and I suicide Kevin Ryan. And Garrett immediately looks at me and goes, Sean Christopher, you're out. And I was like, whoa, whoa, shit, Garrett. <laughs> I looked at him, I was like, Garrett, I got to win this, dude. What are you talking about? I got to get back in there. Yeah, he was like, you're out. And I'm just like in this shoot argument with Garrett trying to convince him, no, I really didn't just eliminate myself, Garrett. And he's like, you got to go, brother. Got to go. And I have to get right in his face. I'm like, Garrett. I'm winning this. You can't keep telling these people that I'm out of this room. <laughs> he goes, oh, sorry, buddy. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. So, so tell us about your match, Chris Crump. Uh, I wrestled a uh, hot tamale Daniel Perez in a shoot fight where we had uh, shoot <laughs> fight rules going. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, it was cool. I actually, like was real excited when I found out I was wrestling Daniel Perez because he has a character and a gimmick and that's cool. And it's the, like the polar opposite of everything that I do. So that usually complements each other really well. Uh, one cool thing about wrestling Daniel Perez is if you walk up to him and say, what do you want to do? He has answers for it. Man, does that get me so excited when I wrestle somebody? Cause usually when you say, what do you want to do? They go, uh, or you say, Hey, what's your moves? They go, uh, or you say, what do you, what would you do in this this spot? They'll go, uh, and you're like, damn it. Let's keep shooting on. Look, Hey, it'll be time to talk about your match after this. Okay. Asshole. Uh, so, (laughs) (laughs) so then, uh, so, well, you can talk about how Donnie carried you through that main event. Uh, so then, <laughs> hell yeah, I bet he will. I can't wait to see him again. Uh, so I don't know. It was really cool, really easy. I was like pretty snug with young Daniel Press, but he didn't give up, and that was cool. And he did this one really cool thing where we did like a trade spot where he like fired the hell up on me and like started punching the shit out of me, and I got real excited about it because I was like, man, thank God that this guy like is actually getting mad a little bit because I think that's really important. Then you are a terrifying man, dude. That is such wow, a strange thing. I love when people just punch me in the fucking face as hard as they can. <laughs> that shit just gets me going. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's wrestling. It's physical contact. I and it's it. it's emotion. <laughs> These things are important. I do like a tiny bit of a snug match, which is why I get the pleasure of shoot fighting Brett Ison all the time. 
but <laughs> like I don't know. It was cool. I did Brett Ashton's finisher on him. He gave him the old bee's knees right in the fucking face. Drilled his ass. KO'd him. One, two, Dang. three. I'm wrestling Brett Ison at the pay-per-view. Don't know when that <laughs> is. Making it up. Uh, I think. I don't know. Hopefully I'm wrestling Brett Ison soon because we got we to gotta get our boy back. You know what I mean? We got to get him back. Gary, it's come not, home. Yeah, dude. It's not about, uh, you know, like he turned on us. It's It's typical. You let your dog out for a little while. He doesn't come home. Now you got to go find him. We got to find so, our dog. <laughs> so Crockett and Perez <laughs> of the Knee the equivalent of putting up posters all around the town. Yeah, I'm just trying to get him to come home. I'm hitting his, like, favorite spots, like his favorite move to, like, show him, like, hey, man, we're friends. Come on back. <laughs> I know you still got that tank top. You didn't really burn it in a fire, dude. Come on, dude. Um, that's my match. It was actually pretty dope. I'm pumped to see it. Because uh, I think it'll like translate really good on camera. But then you got the main event of all main events, dude. Which I'll plug right here. Uh, first thing first is the realest. Uh, so hey. when <laughs> so when Kevin came out or when oh my god, dude, you got to go back inside. You're killing me with this noise. Uh. It just sounds like the loudest truck in the entire world. Uh, I'm not going to my mom's COVID, dude. I'm sorry. That's fair. Uh, so when we came out as the trio and we didn't get any streamers, I was like, that's weird. But then Kevin came out, didn't get any streamers. I was like, that's weird. I came out, didn't get any streamers. I was like, that's weird. But man, what smart fans where they were like, okay, they were like, here's the deal. When does Sean Christopher ever actually get to do not only the main event spot, but a title match on the same night. So they hung on to those bitches all night long because they knew when they were going to use them. And that was so cool to me because I was like, man, like we didn't have to tell them that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we didn't have to iggy them in on what's going on. We didn't have to like be like, hey, no, don't throw them. Don't throw them yet. Save those motherfuckers. Like no one had to do that. They literally waited. And I thought that was so cool. Such a story. It was like the hard work paying off like all in one. That was beautiful. Yep, it gets us in trouble, but man, is it cool! It is. It is cool. So Sean, talk about your old match, brother. I do. I also want to say that uh, somebody asked me after the show. They're like, "Do you just like not like the streamers thrown at you? Because you always look so mad every time they're in there, and you're just ripping them up and kicking them everywhere and getting real mad." <laughs> I had to tell them I was like, "No, it's like the best feeling in the world, but I can't let these people know that. I need them to boo me, so I'm gonna pretend like how much I fucking hate all these things." I was like, "I'm feeling all fuzzy inside right here, but at the same time, I gotta pretend like I don't like these damn pieces of paper being thrown at me." Dude, we get enough <laughs> trouble. I don't think people are saying like after every show where they're just like, we hate you guys because you guys don't get booed. And I'm like, damn it. That sucks. It happens, dude. But I guess, dude, the match was brother, brother implodes. Finally, the big blow off match from pro South three years ago, me and Donnie wrestle in the main event of a completely different show. New South for the new South title. And it was pretty goddamn good. It was definitely one of my, if not my, favorite match I've ever had. And I did definitely, like, 
when we went to put this thing together, I froze up and I just like couldn't. I had forgotten how to do singles wrestling completely, and I just couldn't like bring myself. I don't know. I had lost so much confidence in myself, and I think that's why the match meant more uh, than it seems on the surface. Is that I've just been real down. I've been thinking, you know what? Maybe I fucking suck. Maybe I should just quit. I'm not really that good at wrestling because if I was, these people would be like wanting to see me wrestle and like put me in good matches and things. So, but all that aside, it was all kind of wiped away with this one match, which is which was good. I was able to have a pretty goddamn solid New South Championship match. The crowd was fucking, they were hot, except for like my heat because I. Didn't <laughs> I didn't yell at him enough. That's on me. I realized I went back and watched it. And, like, the one time I yell something because you guys are over there giving me the Iggy the whole time to yell something. It was, like, the funniest thing ever. Uh, I finally do it, and the crowd, like, erupts. And I just keep thinking to myself, I was like, why did I not do that this entire time? Like, I am so dumb. But, anyways, it went well. I fucking still lost. You can't fucking... You can't miss the palm strike, dude. So... Even though I had the big hot main event, big hot title match, I was the only dude of ADS to lose that night, which is really funny. You are the only. Well, you member. also won, you won the battle royal. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it's usually all three of us are losing. So yep. it's announced to see those two getting a fucking dub every once in a while. You are the only member of the current ADS to ever have a singles New South title match. Damn. Okay. Oh, yeah, you did that triple threat. It's ready. Well, yeah, dude, it was good as fuck. I was very happy with it. I You're was the singles guy, man. Match. It was good but when fuck. he says good, don't let him, like, don't let him be humble about it. Like, this match was, like, and I love wrestling, so, like, I try to watch everything. But, like, this match was, like, truly, like, so good. Like, storytelling, like, the back and forthness, like, the, the pure emotion with everything going on was just so good. Like I'm, I was so blown out of the water to the point to where me, Chris Crunk and a few other guys were in the back. And as soon as Sean came back, dude, he got that big, hot standing ovation. Damn, which he dude. definitely, I hated it. I was like, I'm about to cry from all these people. I felt so, I was already so emotional. I even did the, uh, I did one thing to pop myself. Donnie left early because he wanted me to, like, get the big reaction. And I did the John Cena WrestleMania 28, you know, when he loses to the Rockets, it's on the ramp. <laughs> I literally started coming up, and I was like, I saw the ramp, and I was like, how funny would it be if I just sat here like John Cena at WrestleMania 28? So I just sat there for a second. Then I came back. It was like all my best friends in the world were just giving me a round of applause. Chris Crunk told me he liked the match. was the first time in my entire life he's ever told me that. That's right. So I was, dude, it was great. It was great. I'll tell you the pros and cons of this match right now. The Uh, pros. There was some cool storytelling in this match. A lot of it looked really good. There were some good strikes. Uh, there's like the world's most unsafest brain buster I've ever seen, where like my boy Watch. Sean Christopher isn't even posting off of Donnie's leg as he gets raised into the air. Blew my mind. Then uh, there's some good. <laughs> I want you to. Know, look, I tried to like keep. My That's hand a pro. Like I'll carry my hand. I will, like put my hand underneath my head when I drop on this brain buster. And then I didn't do that either, so I don't even know yeah. why I never used that hand to post or anything. But it was incredible. Only, you know, he's been in the gym. He That's all I'm going to say. him, <laughs> like, this fucking insane move off the top rope where I don't know how either one of you die. 
Now we'll do the cons. You ready? Uh, There's only one con. Donnie Janela was in this match. If only <laughs> it could have been any one of them. You <laughs> God damn, that was crazy. But also, it's crazy. one of those things where Sean really has been down. Like Sean has really like beat himself up recently, and it's so insane because we all tell him like, "Dude, you're so goddamn good. How do you not know?" This? And stuff like this is like really cool to like even like his friends like myself to see him like get that confidence back based on like how banger a performance he obviously can pull out of anybody. So once again, congrats, Sean Christopher. Thank you, man. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> I get it. You're making perfect sense to me. So let's talk about this. Uh, since we have nothing else, I feel like about the show. Let's talk about how addicting this Among Us game is and how Chris Cronk apparently is like a six-year veteran of this motherfucking game. It's insane. Whoa, is it? Here, here's what – so, like, let me tell you about Among Us. Among Us came out in, like, August of 2018, maybe September. But, so, like – I played it back then, right? It's a good game. It's like a knockoff of another game that came out beforehand, which is like cool. That's fine. What's so the like, name of that game? You remember? Uh, Unfortunate Spaceman. I'm sorry. The, Go ahead. Keep saying it. Unfortunate Spaceman. Then oh. here's the issue: is like this game has been out for a while. I played it before, and then it just randomly like blew up because it got put on like the app stores on like iPhone and my boy Android. And so now the kids are the kids are playing it, right? The kids are like, "Oh boys, we got to play this game that's on a phone now." And so <laughs> but they play it like it's goddamn Call of Duty. And it's not Call oh, of yeah. Duty. It's motherfucking clue the board game. It's supposed to be slow, methodical. Everything's supposed to make sense and be conniving and like, you know, like it's supposed to be like it's supposed to take skill, but these motherfuckers That's switch it to... That's a matter of opinion. These motherfuckers switch it to speed three, slap two damn imposters on there, and then just murder everybody in like five minutes, and the game's over, and you're already in another game. And they're like, dude, I'm having a great time. And you're like, wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, Sam but, is notorious for just going around and just fucking killing everybody within 30 seconds. It's insane. See, Chris Crunk, I but have a difference of opinion. In- See, you say that it should be slow, methodical, blah, 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 and they shouldn't do two motherfucking imposters. But I believe, like, it's only my third day in. I'm already addicted, but it's my third day in. And with that being said, I think the two imposters make it more of a challenge. Like, I think, like, you're like, oh, it's impossible to win, blah, blah, blah. But isn't that, like, the point of a game? It's like, if it's impossible odds, you beat the odds. No, 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 no. Listen, Among Us is made for the crewmates. The crewmates should have the advantage, not the imposters. The imposter is the hard part. But you guys play it because that's how Clue is. Like the people that that are like not the killer are doing great. They don't have to worry about jack shit but getting their goddamn job done. But the killer has to be like sneaky and he has to convince everybody else that he's not a killer. And that's the game. You guys play it the other way. You guys play it like a goddamn zombie survival game. You guys play it like... <laughs> it's just weird. I mean, it's, I guess it's cool that you can play it both ways. 
that part, it's neat that you're able to make a game that's able to be played both ways. But it's just weird because you know, like the concept when they originally made this game, they were like, dude, it's gonna be so hard to play as an imposter and convince all your friends that there's no trucks driving by. Dude, this motorcycle just pulls up literally right in front of my fucking driveway, dude. I've never been so scared in my fucking life. They're just, like, coming directly at my ass and just go up the curb. That was terrifying. And it's, like, all of the, the country-ass motherfuckers. Like, I just saw two big-ass trucks pull up. They got the motorcycle with the girl in the camo hat. Like, she's probably <laughs> dipping. She's probably dipping right now. You know how it is, guys. Dipping what a crazy Also, fuck Among Us real quick. Also, because so we, what is the what is the the voice chat thing we use, Sean? Discord. Yeah, so we use Discord, right? And so I have like the worst Android of all time. Like I have like the first one ever invented by Thomas Edison or whatever. And so I'm like <laughs> fucking. So I'm fucking playing this game with Discord, right? And my phone has the shitty uh, operation, I guess, whatever the fuck you would say, to where like if you tap on the screen while you're on a call, it just turns off. So I was like the imposter for the first time within like seven games, right? And I was so excited, right? So we go around and we play this other type of version to where it's, it goes completely against the rules. But it's just like uh, you're the imposter and then you tell the other people you're actually the imposter, but you sabotage the communications. So you can't see anything that's going on. And so you go around and you kill people like you are Michael Myers, which is pretty dope. Such a dope concept. But I was Michael Myers finally, as I like to say. And I finally, I got like four people. I'm going up to them. I'm definitely about to slice their fucking throats. And as soon as I go up there, press kill, my fucking phone goes off. And this happens like four times. And I've never heard anybody in a group chat lobby in all at once just laugh their fucking ass off. Because they are like, what a fucking moron. That he no, is right in front of all Kevin fucking just people. like runs up to all of us. And then all of a sudden it's just like victory. We all won. <laughs> So mad. Did that game last night, or was it last night? Yeah, yesterday me and Kevin were playing where I knew Dooley was the fucking killer, and it was down to me, Kevin, and Dooley, and I figured it out, and I just started tearing ass for that button to, like, hit that button in the cafeteria, but Dooley's, like, right behind me chasing me, and I get right up to the thing, and I'm, like, hitting the fucking button. I'm like, come on, baby, and he killed me, and it was the worst. It made me so mad. Also, let me. I'm going to shout out Chris Crunk's fucking game plan strategy when he's the imposter. I'm going to bury him real quick, and this is bullshit that nobody figures this shit out. Every time it's happened three times in a row, and I tell them every time, and then they'll be like, "All right, Kevin, you're out." It gets me eliminated every fucking time. But what it really is is every time Chris Cronk is an imposter, he goes, "All right, we'll just skip this boat. We'll just wait till we'll just keep it going and see what happens next." And I tell them like, "That's what he did the last round," and they're like, "Oh, now you sound sus, Kevin." Bye. And they'll eliminate me every fucking time. Literally like third game in, Sean. Uh, I had done this like three times in a row, and Kevin had caught on to it so like we get in like the vote thing i'm like guys we should just skip this one we don't know who it is and he goes no wait he goes i know it's chris because he says this shit every time and i was like oh no heaven <laughs> knows too much but then like he got three votes and i got three votes and so it went to tie and dude i just chased his ass down and killed him. <laughs> oh, my ass. i was so mad as soon as he killed me dude i just i just rage as hard as i can i was like what the fuck <laughs> He knew too much, dude. I had to end it. I knew it too, bro, because he was like stalking my ass like after I called him out, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and, then, and then I go to the cameras like for security, and I see him in there. And I'm meaning to run away, but I accidentally press use, 
So I'm viewing the cameras, and all of a sudden, I just see my fucking brain get blown out my fucking head. Maybe <laughs> so sad. Uh, so sad. Donnie plays by, like, no matter what happens, if he knows nothing or if he knows everything, he will just, as soon as he gets to the voting thing, he will find somebody and just be like, <laughs> they're sus. It's usually fucking, dude, he has made, like, so many people rage quit, and so many people won't even play Among Us with me anymore just because of Donnie. Which sounds like I'm in fucking middle school again, where none of my friends want to come over because of Donnie. <laughs> but he fucking, he'll just be like, CMD specifically. He'll just be like, CMD sus. And then everyone will vote CMD, and he's not the imposter. But the best part is, Donnie's not either. He just he just it. does it. He just does it. Every time, he'll just be like, yeah, fuck this guy. And then everyone's like, good idea. Get rid of him. And then the That's next round, he'll say the same thing. But nobody's ever questioning the fact that Donnie's just kicking people for no reason. They're just like, yep, yes. sounds good to me. Let's get rid of him. That's He's best, done it dude. to me every time I played with him. I'm the first one eliminated, and it pisses me off. Yeah, he'll just say, hey, I saw CMD event. And then everyone's like, all right, they kick him. He's not the imposter. But nobody questions it. Then we'll get back to the next one. Donnie's like, yeah, it's uh, J.D. Rush. J.D. Rush is next. He's out of here. It's rush hour. <laughs> every time, dude. Donnie's just yeah, they won't. That's what shit. gets me about it. Is he calls everybody out, but no, like after the person he called out doesn't get eliminated, they don't think strategy wise and think like, okay, this guy obviously just fake threw somebody under the bus, so it's probably him. Instead, they're like, okay, he said something else. Let's just all agree with it again. It I blows know. my fucking. Mind. I don't get it, dude. Dude, my first game playing with you guys, I walked out like I hit the button. I was like, we gotta get rid of Sean. He's a traitor. <laughs> and they were just like, got it, and they all yep. voted him out. Kick my ass, dude. Dude, I thought I had Sean the first game I played. Or it was like the third, and I was the imposter. And uh, I saw Sean walking. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get his ass. It's going to be funny, right? And I, I thought the principle of the game was I didn't – so, like, obviously it's my third time playing. I'm still trying to, like, figure out everything. So I go up to Sean not realizing that there's somebody right beside me. So I just slice Sean's fucking head open, right? And I'm thinking, like, okay, I can definitely, like, kill this person, like, that's in the room right now. I'll just get him right now. Well, I didn't know that there was, like, you kill somebody and you have to wait a certain amount of time. So I'm slicing Sean's ass, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to get this motherfucker. And I go to kill him, and it just will not let me press the fucking button. And so I was like, yep, he's out. I was like, god damn it. What a crazy time. What a shitty time to play Among Us if you're third game in. Dude, I, one time I was trying to, like, do the whole sabotage thing, but I was standing right next to a vent, but I didn't realize it. So I just hit the sabotage button, which is also where the vent button is. And there's like four people in this room with me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna pretend like I'm doing this over here. And I just, my dumbass just hops right in the vent, right in front of all these people. So I just hop out, and I'm trying my best to kill as many of them as I can before they get to the fucking button. But then the guy gets to the button, he's like orange vented. And then all these people are like, nah, no, he didn't. But I had already topped up because I saw so many, I was like, so many people saw me. So I'm gonna go ahead and say it. So I was like, man, I'm dumb as fuck. I can't believe I did that. And all the people were, like, questioning him. And then they went back and read my message. They're like, oh, well, never mind. Let's kick him. So I fucking ratted on myself. <laughs> what a fool, dude. I did hear something cool. It's not cool about the game, but obviously, you know me and my random facts. Uh, I was watching Up, Up, Down, Down earlier. And uh, the creators are literally, like, three people. Like, yeah. nobody else. No, like, extra people. It's just three people. To the point to where... They were going to do updates on the game, and I guess, like, put new maps out or something, and they no, couldn't they're gonna because... they're going to make a whole... Guys... 
Good. One of the guys went on vacation. But what do you? What, what was it? They were gonna make a whole second game, but they decided to ditch it. Oh, uh, okay. Inner Sloth is like really cool. Like most people don't really play on the other two maps though, because there's actually three maps on Among Us, but most, like the other two just never really get selected because they kind of suck. They do. I don't think they're that bad. I think people are just used to them because I played them and I kind of like them. But yeah, I, I also don't like doing the same shit over and over. Like I can't watch the same movie within like a week of each other. Like I have to like spread some time. So I love like new stuff, like exploring new things. So I think that's why I like it. Yeah. What was you going to say, Sean? Oh, dude, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. I know one thing, though. My entire fucking fantasy football team, almost every one of these motherfuckers are injured, and I don't get it. While all my goddamn players are just feeling like getting hurt. I even, like, Rodney Rockchild gave up on this game, like, fucking the minute he joined the fantasy football league. So I just messaged him, and I was like, hey, I'm going to send you two people, and you just send me two people. And I took, like, two of his best running backs, or two of the best running backs in the entire league and sent him two people that had been, like, already injured and not coming back. And then they come to me, and then they get injured in practice this week. So fuck me, man. All my wide receivers are down. Dak Prescott fucking died. Now I've got shitty ass Ben Roethlisberger. Whoa! Hey, I do. Right, that was a Monday Night Raw guest host, you son of a bitch. You show some respect. Oh, well, I got Ben Roethlisberger, and I put that son of a bitch on the bench. Hey, I'm, hey fuck that dude. Tom Brady's starting. There yeah, it I'm is. sure he's not going to do well. And then I'll just be fucked all around, and Bailey Blake's bitch ass is going to beat me this week. Hasn't he had like a shitty year, Tom Brady, which is like insane? He has. He's been like kind of mediocre, but he's playing like the Las Vegas Raiders or something, and I've oh never heard of them. God. Oh, so, my God, dude. The Raiders are the first team to beat the Chiefs this year. They're a big deal. Oh, no, they are? Yeah. Oh, well, I'd never heard of them, and I thought I'd heard of all the NFL teams. So I was like, well, fuck those guys, dude. Tom Brady's going to beat the shit out of them. That's what I Tomorrow I'm meeting with Adam Priest to watch the biggest game of the year. I'm Steelers talking about versus the Tottens, baby. That's right, baby. Going to the steel mill, boys. Steel curtain, boys. Steel fucking curtain. <laughs> Dude, you're crazy. Why watch that when you can watch the Undertaker and Randy Orton story on the WWE Network? How about that? Can we talk about? Oh, that? Well, let's not like talk the, about that. The look at the Undertaker's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah it's, it's him and Randy Orton. It's gonna be so dope. That's like one of my favorite feuds of all time. Me too. That's fucking awesome. I can't wait to see that. I haven't seen it. I didn't know that like what was on it. I just saw that somebody posted it, and I was like, "Well, sign me up for nine ninety nine a month, motherfucker. I'll be there." Oh God, <laughs> dude, Sean, you also talked about on your podcast. You were talking about how like uh, this is like so random, but I thought about it the other day uh, when I was listening to it, and you said that like when you graduated. That you did like the Ric Flair strut, that was like your thing, and your principal almost like told you he couldn't graduate. Yeah. Well, I did the same thing, but I did I did the Ric Flair strut, and I said woo, and like the whole fucking like like they were talking about on the podcast, they had like ten or twelve people, but we had like fucking like fifteen hundred people graduating, and the entire crowd in unison, all in one, just goes woo, and I was like, oh, this is dope as fuck, and I go to get my diploma, and my principal goes, I'll see you after this, and I was like, what? Why is that such a bad thing? And then after the fact, he was just like, 
you can't be doing that. That's against rules, blah, blah, blah. Yelling during a graduation's not, uh, it's offensive to some people. And I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I did a Ric Flair woo. Like, you should have been like, did you hear the crowd, bro? Yeah, bro, you need to be paying me for being here at this point. Like, I just drew the fucking book. <laughs> drew the book. <laughs> That's a thing. That's a new thing. I love it. I'm, can't, I'm actually can't believe y'all haven't heard that yet. Can't believe y'all haven't heard that. Uh, we're just out of the lingo, I'm sure. We all there know it is. Rod's lingo is where it's at. I I apparently so. I graduated from a youth detention center, so they just mailed me my diploma. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so Such a bad dude. I also went to, I went to. I went to two graduations. I went to Jaden Newman's and like uh, screamed at his graduation. I also went to Bailey Blake's and I stood up while he's going across the the stage. And as loud as I could, I wrote, "Yeah, longest <laughs> dong, longest <laughs> dong," as long as loud as I could. <laughs> it was great. That's that's my uh, that's my my thing. I say anytime anybody comes to me for a promo. Like, uh, I don't, obviously, I don't never cut goddamn promos, but, like, for the past, like, three times I've been in the ring and somebody's cutting a promo on me and they'll say something about me, I'll just, like, do the thing where I have my hand near my dick and I'll pull it up and I'll just play my dick big, though, and then I'll start yeah. busting out loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, dude. Being in the ring with Kevin Ryan when he says that is not good, dude. It's not good for <laughs> your health. What a great time. Damn, That's dude. It, dude. Me and Kevin Ryan dead. almost didn't graduate. That's true. I, yeah, I graduated big numbers. Legally. Legally. Dude, my mom has been so pissed at me about this COVID thing. So, like, I do this thing to where I just quarantine myself in my room like I was talking about earlier. And, like, I just stay in my room. That's it. I don't move. I just stay in there. I try to wait two weeks. And I'll do this weird – like, it's always so weird. I'll come downstairs, and she's usually, like, sitting on the recliner. And she'll give me, like, the look as if, like, we need to talk about something. And we'll start talking for like two minutes and I'll be like, all right, mom, I'm going back upstairs. Don't want to catch this shit. And she's like, you just don't love me anymore. Do you like, you know, I'm <laughs> mother. like, are you supposed to be my son? Won't you just stay here and talk to me? And I'm like, mom, you're fucking sick of COVID. And she's like, so against it to where I was like, mom, you should just stay in your room, stay self quarantine, lay down, get some rest. And she's like, fuck no, this is my house. I'm going to do what I want. I was like, goddamn mom. Fair enough. So she has been so heated at me ever since she got COVID and I can't do anything about it. Damn, dude. The heat's real. COVID-19 splitting up families, dude. Dude, I got her the strawberry banana smoothie from McDonald's earlier, and I've never seen her more happy in her life. So I, it's, a, it's a, a big healer a big healer face moment. We're uh, switching up a lot with a big show. Did you leave it at the door for contact as delivery? Dude, I know. I just ran inside as quick as possible. And, like, if you if anybody's been to my house, which hopefully you hadn't, you stalking motherfuckers, you walk in <laughs> And it's just kitchen. It's like living room and then kitchen right after. So I just sprint to the back where the kitchen is. And I just lay it on there and I go, here you go, mom. And I'll just run upstairs. Like I'm like, <laughs> like it's a It's terrifying. Running away from the COVID, dude. Did I have, dude, speaking of ghosts, dude, let me tell you all about the story real quick. I, I've already told Sean and Crump, but I definitely want to tell everybody here. So uh, I came downstairs at like 3 a.m. in these brand new apartments. Like these apartments probably been here uh, a little over a year. And so I come downstairs at like 3 a.m., which is the witch's hour. And I'm like fixing myself some food because what do you do at 3 a.m.? You fix yourself food and you get you something to drink because you're fucking dehydrated. So 
I go downstairs, I'm fixing this food, and I open the fridge. And when I open the fridge, I, I just leave the door open, like just propped. It's sitting still, like nothing nothing has moved at this point. I just open the door, and it's just sitting there. So I like put the mayonnaise on my sandwich. I throw the meat, throw the cheese on that bitch, put it together, and I turn back. And as I turn back, the door's just swinging closed. And I was like, fuck no. So I just ran upstairs as quick as possible. And I left all my shit out the whole night. I felt so bad. My mom was so pissed uh, about the mayonnaise. Because obviously mayonnaise ruins when it's not in fucking cold temperatures. So she was heated. But I was, dude, so the point of that story is my fucking house is haunted <laughs> as fuck. This is the most haunted house I've ever been in in my entire it's life. So stupid, dude. It's so like your a brand mom new apartment. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one, but that is, that is weird. They just built that shit last year. Dude, somebody got killed right beside the road. I'm telling you, there's, there's a little monument up with the flowers and everything. I'm telling you, that motherfucker. Every time I open my door to come outside, he just scoops right in and he closes my fridge every time. No. Fucking. But I also want to say another. Does your mom listen to this podcast at all, Kevin? I want to say that. No. I don't think so. She doesn't seem like it. Uh, no. But I was at Kevin Ryan's house, and I'm hungry. And he's like, hey, we got these fries. <laughs> you can have these fries if you want to. And I was like, all right, I'll put them in the fucking, I'll put them in the oven real quick and bake them. But I'm also really tired. So I'm like ready to fucking, I hate Chris Cole. So I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> And then, uh, so, but I'm, I'll put these fries in. I put on a video on my phone. I was like, that'll keep me up for sure. And I'm watching this video. And the next thing I know, it's 11 a.m. the next day. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, no, dude. The fries, man. And Kevin Ryan's mom's like sitting right next to me. So I'm like, oh, I can't go check and see if they're in there. Because I'm just hoping that maybe somebody just caught it. I was like, oh, yeah, before she got here, they just like took the fries out. They're like, oh, silly Sean. Well, that was, I was like, okay, I'm safe. And then Kevin comes downstairs, and she's like, well, somebody done left some damn fries in the oven. The oven was still on when I got here. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, dude. The oven's been going for, like, eight hours. <laughs> my fries are burnt to a crisp. So, yeah, that's my story. I burnt fries in Kevin Ryan's house and fell asleep. I didn't bury Sean, though. I made sure to bury somebody else. In the yeah, dude, Kevin did. He put it on someone else, thank please, in Moscow. How? There was only, like, one person there. Well, he said there was a ghost, did it? It was the ghost. And his mom was like, sounds good to me. What a wild ride, dude. I don't know crazy. how you guys get away with this stuff. Me either, dude. Me either. We have time out. Time out. So why, why did you say you hate Chris Crunk a while ago? Can we just talk about that real quick? What was that about? I saw. See, so he. You guys don't see, but what we see is Chris Crunk's on a video chat with us, and I just saw like while we're in the middle of our stories, he's just sitting there like chillaxing on his phone. So I just like swapped down to my messenger and I reply. I messaged him real quick and I said, "Get off your fucking phone!" And he's like, "Who is this?" So I was real mad about it. Is that when I say Adam Priest? It is Adam Priest. You're talking about big man stuff. He just messaged this group chat that you made, and he was like, is Chris Crunk not even in this fucking thing anymore? So he's been looking for you. <laughs> he knows where to find me, dude. You think, so I got, like, so many, me- like, friend requests on my new uh, Facebook that, like, I'm trying to make so completely non-wrestling related. So I only added, wrestling-wise, Kevin, Sean, Adam Priest. And two fly tie. The only four people from wrestling I actually speak to, right? 
on like a personal level. Everybody else, like, I don't hate them. It's just like they're wrestling friends. And so I try to, I'm trying to like separate those two things. And so I got a message today from somebody that was like, hey, add me on Facebook. And I said, no. (laughs) And they were like, why not? And I was like, oh, I'm trying to keep it separate. I'm only trying to add like Sean and Kevin and like the, like my personal friends. And they're like, well, Sarah's on there. And I was like, fuck. You went through my whole friends list to figure out who is on there? I want you to know, without you having to even tell me, I guarantee I can tell you who it is. But I'm not going to say it, but I know who it is. See, I also have suspicions, like high suspicions of who this could be. Post it in the years, Sean. Post it in the message. All right. Because I'll see if you're right. Anyway, yeah, because we have to, like, here's the problem with our podcast. We've gotten in so much trouble in the first six episodes. That I'm just afraid to say anything, to be honest. I'm just going to talk about good boy stuff and how we're good boys and we do good boy stuff all the time. Cause F- no, no, I don't think we bury like I don't think we bury ourselves. Like I don't think we shit on anybody. But I definitely think that's why people like like this podcast is because we just like go off the dome. Like we just like well, now say what's do. on our people. I'm like retired. That. I don't that's even fair. wrestle anymore. That's a lot. That's true. He quit wrestling. He, no, never mind. Can't throw it out here. <laughs> Can't throw that out here. Got some things to discuss off the record. Oh, I'm tired, dude. dude. This has been off the record for me. Oh, never mind. It's not off the record for me. I'm retired as fuck, dude. Wait, how's it not <laughs> for you? How'd you find out? Who told you? I don't know. I really don't know. I wish. <clears throat> I don't know what you know nowadays. How do I heart react this so much? That's it, wasn't it? That was it. Ding, 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 (laughs) ding. Dude, you're so smart. I knew it. Damn it, it, dude. As soon as you said, well, Sarah's on there, I was like, yep, I know who it is. I know exactly who gets mad about that. How wild, dude. Is it, what is it? Is it two letters? I just want people to not hate me. I'll send it to you. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, let me on the script because I'm honestly interested. But Chris I just Trump want wants people to not hate him. Yeah, because like man, everything I do, I'm in trouble, and I'm just like, dude. Half the time, I'm not even trying to cause trouble with it. I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm probably playing Rainbow Six Siege as I post and share stuff, and so then I'm in trouble because I wasn't really paying attention. Are, are we against doing a uh, like a a Twitch stream or how does I don't know how any of that shit works, but like doing it for Among Us because it's like the only goddamn game I play. But are uh, we against, so yeah, we that? can definitely do that. Here's the issue, Kevin. You're the problem okay. here because you can't Fair. Discord and play at the same time. See, I can. I'm just not gonna be good. Like I'll I'll play and y'all can laugh at me and shit. I don't care, but I'll do it. Because I did get to play. Like, I can still play. It's just super uh, super inconvenient for me. But I don't mind doing it. Like, it sounds like a because good time to me. I can definitely stream it. But, like, people are going to want to be able to hear us talk at the same time. Like, they're going to want to be able to hear me, you, and Sean, like, ramble and, talk and speak. So, we can do it. And people will watch it. But, like, you got to figure your Discord stuff out. Yeah. Well, let's just do it anyways because I'll still I'll still do Discord even if my phone fucks up. I'll figure out how to fix it. I tried to look it up last night, but goddamn, Wayne the Wayne Johnson movies get me every time. 
and I just couldn't figure it out, you know? I love how Chris Crunk still has no idea what this is. It's my favorite part of anything. I've never got to cleverly get Chris Crunk on any wordplay. Well, I assume it has to do with The Rock, and The Rock is like a version of Stoned, so I just like put it together like that. <laughs> Dude, I can't, why would you even say that? Kevin, dude, you could have just left. That's not that's not that's not right. That that's not right. Let me throw that out there real quick. That's not correct. Okay. But that is a that is a good uh whatever the fuck you comparison. I don't think it's a comparison though. It's a good guess. It's a good hypothesis. Jesus, dude, it's not like I'm in a car wreck. I'm just trying to plug my fucking phone up. Sounds like oh, I'm yeah, I I hearing shit go boom, boom, boom. Thought I was boom, hearing boom. Cole Cabanas. Guys, we no, we can't finish it yet. Okay. We have to tell at least like one, we always do this thing uh, to where we at least tell like one good story or like decent story. Like last week we did like the party story. So we need to give the people at least a little bit of like our inner life of shit that's happened. I feel yeah, like at least one good story. We also always forget until the very end and we never come up with like a topic for what we talk about at the end and we just kind of free ball it every time. And then at the end of it, That's we'll be like, we have to, you know, put shit together next time. And then we never do. And then <laughs> I'm in trouble. Never do. Son of a bitch. I already know. Uh, uh, but I, I just feel like if they've made it this far, they deserve at least a little inside skip. If they haven't, fuck them. But if they have, they deserve a little something. What do you want to give them? You want me to give them something? I, uh, I think we all give them something. You can go you first will. if you prefer. I hate things. Dude, come on, dude. So I'll give you mine. So mine is uh, when I was like 10 years old, You uh, obviously you're young. You do the big bus ride to school. And so I always rode on bus 80. I was like bus of choice. And I would wait and watch AMTV in the mornings because that was like the shit. That's how you learned every song alive on MTV. That's what it's called, AMTV, because I used to record it. Uh, but I would be there and I would just be listening to new like new music to try to go through it to see what I can find. And then like as soon as the bus pulls up, we just run out the door and get on the bus. Well, this shitty day, my sister and my brother were already outside. And so I'm just like watching AMTV playing the Drake over song in my head. The motorcycle is playing beside me like it's the Undertaker's fucking last match ever. Uh, no, but they get on the bus and I'm just like chilling watching AMTV and they get on the bus and the bus just leaves. And so I start chasing this bus down from street to street. Like I've never ran so fast in my fucking life. So I run for a good mile and a half to finally catch up with this bus and I'm knocking on the door and everybody's telling the bus driver to stop. And so I'm banging on the door finally when he stops and all of a sudden, uh, the bus stops and opens the door and I go to get on and the bus and I'm a mile and a half away from my house. And the bus driver's like, you're not getting on. Sorry. Closes the door and just fucking leaves me. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was like, what a fucking asshole. What a turn of events that was. Dude, I've never ran so fast in my life. And I thought I had it. It's like one of those big moments where the bus door opens, the crowds go on bananas, and then all of a sudden biggest heel in the fucking game. And the bus driver being like, sorry, kid. Bet you didn't expect to see this. You know? But they already stopped and everything. Like, what was the point? Of That's that? what I'm saying. I was there, and they were just like legally. Uh, so I got to the school, and I was like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Basically, and they were like, "Well, legally, we can't pick you up if it's not your bus stop." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "I ride the bus. Like, this is my bus. It's not like some random kid just getting on. I ride this bus. They know who I am. Obviously, I wasn't there at the bus stop. 
you open the door and you still just say no. Like how easy could it have been of me just getting on the bus, going to the back, going crazy with everybody and just getting to school? It was so whack. That is whack. I hate it. I hate that your bus driver is so mean to you, Kevin Ryan. I don't <laughs> so, Chris Cronk, tell us a story about the time you rode the bus. No, I'm just uh, okay. I guess, like, uh, yeah, I guess. Go ahead. Sorry, I'll just I'll ask you a question, and then I completely interrupt it. You can tell your bus story. No, I don't have a bus story, motherfucker. Fuck. No, uh, so... I do have a bus story. Well, then are you telling it or not? No, I want you to tell yours. Y'all are <laughs> fucking me up here, dude. Somebody just tell a goddamn story. <laughs> Somebody tell a bus story right now. <laughs> it ain't got to be a bus story. It can be anything. It has to be a bus story, dude. You got to stay on subject. That's how it works. Uh, so here I am. I ride the bus to school. But uh, my friend, Jeremiah, uh, of the school. This is middle school, by the way. Um. Like, within walking distance, and everything just works out. So, like, my friend Jeremiah is pretty well off, like, family-wise. They have this huge shed. So, like, we spend all summer gutting out this shed to, like, build it into, like, a clubhouse-type thing. Like, we put theater seats in it, and, like, we put, like, this huge projector screen in it. We put, like, these, like, weird, like, pallet bed things style in it, like... So that way you can sleep and stuff. And, like, we just soup this bad boy up because the plan is we're never going to school. Fuck them. So what we do <laughs> is uh, we get all this stuff set up. It's all done. Nobody knows about it but me, Jeremiah, and my friend Leon. And so, like, first day of school when we get dropped off, the bus drops you off in the back of the school. We would then walk straight through the school, straight out the front fucking door, right across the street to where the Bilo is, which is like a food city slash grocery store. Walk right into that biatch, buy some food, walk straight back to Jeremiah's house, get in that shed and just sit and wait until it's time to come home from school and then show up. And we did that for like two weeks straight until uh, we get, finally the resource officer found us and we got in a lot of trouble. And that's it. Y'all never got the calls. Like anytime I missed school, we would get the automatic voice messaging thing where they'd be like, yeah, so this is Floyd County Schools and Tyler Pierce has it <laughs> been or is marked absent or whatever. That's what we would always get. So I would be fucked in that type of situation. The glory of, see, like, Jeremiah would not do this very often because he had, like, really nice parents. But, like, my parents uh, didn't really, like, do that kind of stuff. And then, like, Leon's parents didn't really do that kind of stuff. Like, uh, I'm not trying to reveal too much, but we lived very sketchy lifestyles as kids. And our parents lived very sketchy lifestyles as adults. So there wasn't really always a phone that worked Uh, type thing. And so... It was like almost impossible to get in touch with like our parents, so we got away with a lot all the time. Good shit. That sounds like the loft, dude. Yep. Sean, what's you working with now? Alright, dude. So this is like I think it's either elementary school or middle school. I can't really remember. I don't know why, dude. These like past memories are so hard for me to remember. But I'm like sitting there on the bus and there's this one kid, his name's Zach. And he's kind of been, like, kind of low-key dissing me all day. And I'm a little heated at him. So then he, like, he gets on the bus, and he, like, slaps me in the back of the head. 
And um, I'm like, I'm of the thing where like, I don't want to get in trouble because my mom will beat me with an inch of my life if I ever get in trouble at school. So I was like, all right. So he like slaps me back in the head and then he like comes up and does it again. And I'm like, okay, but me and him get off at the same bus stop. So I look, I turn back and I look at him. I said, hey, I'll see your fucking ass when we get off this bus. <laughs> he was like, because I'm just like, once again, I feel like I always tell these stories where I sound like I'm a tough guy, but I'm not. I'm like the least tough guy there is. But nobody's going to slap me in the back of the head twice while they've been dissing me all day. So he does that. Yeah. I look at him. I say, hey, motherfucker, I'll see you when we get off this fucking bus. So I get off the bus and I'm standing there. You know, it's like I'm in the ring, dude, and, like, I'm just fucking doing the old come on, trying to get my opponent out there kind of thing. I just made an open challenge to this motherfucker when he gets off this bus. Well, this dude doesn't get off the bus. He stays on the bus because he's scared of me, which is weird because, once again, not a threatening person. But he's terrified of me, I guess, because I told him I'd beat his ass when he gets off this bus. So he doesn't get get off the bus, so I'm just sitting there. Finally, the police have to come. And pull this guy off the bus. And he gets off the bus, finally. And I'm waiting, still. I'm waiting. The police leave, dude. He's on his way to his house. And I just fucking jack that motherfucker's jaw as hard as I can. And I leave him laying on the sidewalk. And I said, don't you ever slap me in the back of my fucking head again. Or I'll beat your ass every day we get off this fucking bus. And that's it. Then I went home, and his parents came up to my mom. Like the best thing ever. His like his mom comes up to my mom, dude. And it's like <laughs> I'm literally remembering this as I'm saying it. But his mom like comes up, knocks on the door, and my mom's like, "Yeah, they're arguing back and forth." Cause she's like, "Yeah, your son hit my kid," and she's like, "Yeah, I already know he did because your son was being a piece of shit." So then my mom and this dude's mom start getting into a fucking fight right there in my doorway. Let's go. So my Let's mom go. and this dude's mom are beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> right in this little old apartment complex on the fucking second floor. So everyone's hearing it, dude. And once again, it's the Bradleys up. Fucking Bradleys are up all night, dude. Sean Christopher and fucking Barbara Bradley win the fucking the tag team match on this crew. <laughs> And that's pretty much the end of the story. We just beat, I beat the shit out of this kid, and then my mom beat the shit out of his mom. So, I mean, don't fuck with us. There's nothing more more I want to see than my mom getting into a body. That'd be so great. Dude, it was insane. I've never, because usually I've never seen her get into a fight unless it was with me. What a crazy, crazy time. New tag team champions. Bradley's up. That's crazy. <laughs> exactly. Dude, my mom, uh, I've never seen her fight, but she fought right before she went to pick me up from work one time because she dated this guy for like four years. And like, he was a goat, but he also is a piece of shit because he cheated on my mom, uh, banged this girl in her bed. She come home, she found him. Like, it was like one of those type of real shitty stories. Okay, Chris Crone, don't give me the why the fuck is he telling the story, motherfucker. Uh, but apparently my mom like walked in Walmart and saw them together like after the fact and she just wrecked this bitch's shit at jewelry. Like she was at jewelry and she was like just picking out new jewelry. And my mom just kind of grabs her by the fucking head and slams her into the fucking glass. And Damn, her. Dude. I was so mad because it happened literally like 15 minutes before they were supposed to pick me up. So they get to my work and they're like, yeah, did mom beat the shit out of this girl? And I was like, no, we got to go back. 
I gotta see this. Like we gotta do, we got round two or something. And uh, apparently, like my mom went and like fucked up her windows, like keyed her car. Like my mom's a Damn. beast, dude. My mom's she a beast. Shoot her with the Carrie Underwood, dude. Yeah, dude. But it was after he cheats. It wasn't before he cheats, unfortunately. Oh, damn. What a time. That's dude. so sad. So this sad. Is one of the, this podcast has went off the rails. <laughs> dude, I just want to see my mom fuck somebody up. I know she can, and I'm just waiting on it. I'm, I've been waiting on this since day one. My God, dude. There's nothing, there's nothing like you beat up people when you're like, fuck yeah, dude. When you have somebody like your mother to do it, God I don't want to beat up people. That's a lot. You did. You just beat somebody up at Valley Vibes. <laughs> yeah, dude. So you yeah, but shit. you guys should beat people up, and I should not do it, is what I'm saying. That's not going to happen. I'm not mean. Yeah, dude. Don't sick us to do your dirty work for Skrunk. <laughs> I don't want to be the mean one anymore. You have to. Well, you are. You just chose your path. To be the mean guy of this group. <laughs> I've, I've decided to turn a new leaf. And be the nice guy. Okay. Didn't you say this last week on the podcast and then you knock right. somebody out? Like, I come on, dude. I didn't want to say Come that. on, dude. I didn't well, want to say that. Well, he we got to do his dirty work, dude. He's got to be called out for it. Yeah, come no, on, I didn't put, dude. put over the fact we went to Top Golf Thursday, did a podcast, and the next day some dude's laying on the <laughs> ground doesn't know where he's at because of the <laughs> Oh, no. That's true. But, that but you're not like, a bad. I will. I will give Chris Crunk credit. I do think Chris Crunk is starting out on a new leaf. New Facebook, new everything. So respect <laughs> to him. But you can't call false prophets, dude. You you definitely said you were gonna not beat people up. You're gonna be nice to everybody, and then the next day out like a light. As well, Drake said. That guy pissed me off. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if somebody threw a chair at one of my friends, I'd probably go beat him up too. But that's yeah. still, like, the funniest thing of all of them. It is how it is. I think you were just mad at the ass-whooping that uh, that I basically gave everybody. We were on teams, maybe. But, I mean, come on, dude. Legend of the stick right here, brother. Top golf, Fucking legend, dude. Dude, I wish we could go play top golf today. Damn, Same. Man. You guys had to just go and die. It happens. Sean's been dead for, like, two months, though. He did that swanton on the floor, and he hasn't been alive since. Yeah, dude, I've just been running around like a fucking, like I've been kicked off the ship in Among Us. Like, I'm going to this new, like, arcade today, but I'm not super pumped about it. I'd much rather just, like, go to Topgolf and Dang whack a Busties. Wait a minute. It's, well, this is level up, not Dave and Busties. But... Oh, that sounds nice. lit. You gotta let me know how it is, though, because that sounds dope. I don't know, to be honest. It's like new new. Sean, also, I want to shout out your uh, your Twitter name real quick. So dope. Uh, Ghost Malone is one of the coolest things I've ever heard of in my life. Let me it sounds like one. a play off of Post Malone, so I hate it. Oh, man. It, that's exactly what it is, but still. Let me tell you the really worst good. part of Ghost Malone, and it's that goddamn, that piece of dog shit, motherfucking asshole bitch, Donnie Janella. Damn. Came Here up with it, so I've got to give him the credit for it, unfortunately. Oh, he just said it one Hello? time in the car, and I was like, well, that's my Twitter name. Hey, you got to give me like what uh, is five or ten more minutes. You're good. Okay, I'll call you. I love you. Okay. Right, I love you. Peace out. Peace out. Oh, I forgot he's got his headphones on, so they couldn't hear us.
They cannot hear you. I'm too smart. That was wild. I heard everything she said, though. That's here. I decided to answer the phone for my, for my lady, you know. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Couldn't just shoot her a text. What are you, a fucking unprofessional POS, dude? She called me, dude. I'm just kidding. When was I supposed to shoot her the text? Hey, is this the one that is this the one that we met? Yeah. Oh, so she do be listening to this. Um, I love you, lady that we met. And uh, <laughs> my name is Kevin Rod. <laughs> nice to meet you, I'm Sean Christopher. What a life, dude. That's really how it. Also, be. guys, I'm quarantined like fuck. That's true. And I need new shit to watch. I need new shit to watch because I feel like I've watched the same YouTube videos 12 times in a row already within three days of being quarantined. So if any of you people out there want to throw out some motherfucking suggestions. Anything you suggest, he's not going to watch it no matter what it is. That's not true. Chris Grunk tells me shitty stuff to watch and expects me to watch it. I'm not going to watch Ghost Archon, whatever the fuck the name of that shit is. Alpha Me, what is it? The and the shitty anime series you always talk about that's not better than Yu-Gi-Oh, so I already hate it. That's what I talk about. Are you talking about? about are you talk, which full, one are you Full Metal Archimon? Full Metal or something? What is it called? I never heard of it. I ain't never watched it. Full Metal Alchemist? Oh, yeah, that shit. Whatever that shit is. You but I will watch it. Just... Just, just oh. try to make it wrestling. That's what I'd prefer to watch. Just anybody who wants to have suggestions, throw out some wrestling shows. I also I'll definitely want to watch reiterate, those. I'm not watching The Office. I also want to reiterate that they wear tights with the homunculus symbol from Full Metal Alchemist on it, and they've never even seen it. I got them. Uh, I can't tell my secret to where I got them. But just know it was a cool logo. I'll I'll give it that. Don't say that. You did not. We paid for every set of gear we've ever owned. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Remember the non-pairs I bought that one time that we never wore again? Dude, I ain't even going to lie. I hated those tights. But recently I watched a video of me in them, and I was like, damn, them things were not that bad. Those things were actually kind of cool. Yeah, dude, I'm the only one that still has them. Yeah, I know. No, I still have both pairs. What a great time. Yes. I just never bring mine anymore because I'm like, I know Kevin Ryan's not going to wear them. I know Chris Cronk doesn't even have them. So I just fucking leave them at home now. They're still sitting in a little Ziploc sealed bag waiting for someone to just throw them onto some legs. Definitely bring them the next show that we're at together. We'll both wear the not main eventer ones. I will not wear those. Okay. You already sold them. I thought you sold them. No, I threw them away. What? That's not true. I don't believe that. Well, then where, See, I don't believe anything Chris Cronk says either at this point. Yeah. Dude, he be where are they then, boys? <laughs> Give me a second. I'm on my way to your house. We'll find those motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, I got an apartment. Do you? That's good. Yeah, that's dope. Tell them what else you wanted to fucking buy for no reason at all. A motorcycle. The dumbest idea of all time. And you know, not from like. Not some, like, easy, cheap motorcycle. Well, I think it's pretty expensive, but also I don't ride motorcycles. Hey, he's talking, like, cyclops. dropping, like, 2500 on, like, a, a motorcycle. Scott fucking Summers, that's who. <laughs> Shut up, this is The Undertaker, but you don't see me riding out in a fucking Harley anytime soon. Yeah, because you can't afford it, bitch. Damn. Oh, come on, dude. You got to throw me under like that. 
Hey, motherfucker, I just bought my mom and me a meal from McDonald's, and that was with my money, so kiss my ass. Hey. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, bitch. He's calling the police. I, was, I had to let him know that you're stunting too hard out here. <laughs> my flex game's on point. The government's going to watch your phone for a while. I put gas in the motherfucking car, boy. I'm paying bills around this bitch. Oh, fuck. I need to put <laughs> gas in my car, dude. I'm yeah. on my... I'm yeah. on, like, easy E, bro. Like, I'm oh, dying no. right now. Dude. Dude, let me tell y'all what I say during my match with Dooley. And I don't think it made sense. But also, I didn't do my background check. I just said it. So, after the match, I go, Tupac died in 98. I'm alive now. But I'm pretty sure Tupac did not die in 1998. Is that true? Is that a thing? Will you look it up real quick? Jeez. I could have looked it up this whole time, but I just wanted to wait and see what y'all would say about it. I'm going to look it up real quick. What did you say? Tupac died in 98. 98. Yeah, you're... Well, no, I thought he was 99. What year oh. is it? It says September 13th, 1996. When I looked it up. So either way, yeah. Chris Cross oh, no, is 98. He's 96. It's 99, not 96. I don't know why the fuck it said that, but when I actually like clicked the thing, because it first came up, it said American rapper September whatever the fuck 1996. Then I actually oh, clicked this, it. Yeah, you know, his Wikipedia page says 96, and then this page says 99. Damn. But oh, I said 98, so I guess I'm right technically. Nobody knows. This so one I'll says 96. Say, I don't know. Now I'm interested. And this one says 98. What the fuck? I'm Bingo! Like, did Tupac is, ever die? That's more this is why there's so many uh, Tupac like conspiracy theories. That yeah. still are. I see 96, 98, 99. Dude, who knows when he... He might... Yeah, he's probably still alive, dude, for sure. I'm going to look up his actual obituary. Smart man. See, I said it, and I was just like... I didn't even realize it during the show, and I went back and watched the match, and I, and I heard it, and I was like... Oh no! I was like, I'm gonna catch so much backlash for this if nobody knows that I did it. Like I said, it. but obviously, like now I look back and I could be wrong, people. So like, I think if it's I 96. Said it, I'll not do it, but I may be completely wrong. Fuck me for that. I think it is 96 because this obituary website shows 96, and it usually has good source for that stuff. But that's weird that sometimes it says different dates. What a crazy time. It is weird as hell. That's Mandela effect right there. Fucks me up. It is. I hate it. I lose a lot of sleep at night about that stuff. Dude, I love concepts like that. I love any kind of conspiracy theory that's like has a concept like that. Like that's so cool. Because there's so many memories that are for sure like a thing yeah, like the dance dude. Fruit loops ones. Like you oh, that's just definitely legit. Let me let me do a, a short brain teaser for you guys. And for the people at home. And this one's like real simple, but I won't tell you the answer for it. You just got to think about it, okay? You know how, like, if you travel uh, west, you go, you lose an hour? I can wait. Oh, we're listening. No, there's a truck revving up in the background, Kevin. Oh, I, I should have known. How many people that. with huge penises live at those apartments? <laughs> dude, just... It's an apartment complex, dude. They all have huge wieners here. I figured that out. Uh, it's like uh, Bay graduating in this bitch. Yeah, dude, just... 
Fucking, uh, uh, so, like, you know how, like, when we travel west, we gain that hour, right? You go back in time an hour, pretty much. So, like, where it's 4 p.m. here where I am, it's 3 p.m. where Sean is, right? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. I'm picking okay. up what you're putting down. So, picture this. You get inside of a plane with infinite fuel, and you just travel west, and you keep circling the planet, traveling west. Over and over and over. Would you go back in time? Wow. When does it reset? When does it go back to normal time? So, like, if you got in a plane right now and you started traveling west, it in a plane, it wouldn't take you an hour to get to Sean, like, from me to here. It wouldn't take an hour. Like, yeah. it would take, like, a portion of that, probably not even a tenth, like, to fly to Sean, right? And so, like, if you just keep going, where where Who does it, where does Interesting. like I mean obviously you wouldn't go back in time that's stupid but that's also why like the clock being different places and there being time zones is stupid it doesn't make any kind sense. of contradicting yeah because you can't really go back in time you know what I mean it's like yeah. what the fuck it makes me so mad I think about these things all the time and I get super angry as well it should yep. Let's sit around and think about that. My favorite conspiracy I mean, theory is time travel. So, time yeah, travel but I think that's bullshit. I'm sorry, we got the conspiracy theory. Dude, Donnie Janelle keeps opening this door trying to get me to play Among Us with him. Oh, Smart well, tell, tell him we'll fire up Among Us. That's fine. All right. Put Donnie Janelle on for a second. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Donnie, come here. Oh, no. Donnie Janelle on the call. <laughs> he said, oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead, things. Chris Kronk's live. What's up, Chris Kronk? Yo, dude, what's it like to be the best goddamn New South champion of all time? Uh, He's already told me that you carried me through my match. about to say, you have to fucking call Derek Neal if you want to answer that question. Oh, my God, dude. Don't bury yourself. What a baby face. But it is yeah, true. I, I do love that. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm really fucking good. Like, I'm exceptionally fucking great at this pro oh. wrestling shit. But Derek Neal is the fucking man. Respect. Right. What a fucking answer. I respect that answer so much. Well, Donnie Danella has called time on us like he always does every show we ever work. So That's uh, we got to play Among Us now. And so that's it. Say goodbye, Donnie. Goodbye. What's our what's our code? We need a code. Uriah's going to play with us, too, by the way. Oh, I'm voting his ass out ASAP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the code will be imposter. Hey. Ooh, I like that. And uh, that's it. Uh, I'm Chris Crunk. I'm brain dead. Kevin Ryan. I'm also Chris Crunk. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bastard child, Sean Christopher. That's right, dude. And uh, besides using shoot names, this is completely done. We have done it all. We're going to play Among Us. You should play it, too. Download it. Add us. And then try to get in our sweet lobbies because they're hard to get in because we're so goddamn popular. Yay. <laughs> yeah. See you, boys. Bye. See you. Peace.